Hi there, I'm Dean Heskin. Thank you so much for tuning in to this uh, most recent episode of our podcast, The Secret War on Cash. Uh, as we take a look at some of the uh, lingering financial issues, some good, some bad. Uh, unfortunately, as of late, it seems with all the uh, ups and downs in the marketplace and what we see taking place geopolitically, uh, seems like more negative than positive. But by the same token, there's always uh, some positive to be found out there. I have with me my frequent co-host, uh, Chris Agalestos. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Good morning. Uh, doing well, thank you. Uh, we're just talking about how it seems like a lot of the news that we, we've been covering, unfortunately, more often than not, seems to be more negative than positive. Um, <laughs> that, I think, out, though, is not our fault. I think that's just kind of the uh, wheels have been set in that motion. Uh, there is, however, at times, um, a positive that can be found in the marketplace, in the economy. And we'd like to also highlight those today. However, Chris, we're going to talk about something that we've covered a few times, not totally negative yet, but it looks like it's heading that direction. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a, a bit since we discussed it, but let's talk about BRICS. Um, BRICS is something that, you know, when we first started covering it in our podcast, we mentioned that it would be an ongoing and somewhat evolutionary topic as it seems to be gaining momentum like a boulder rolling down a hill. And oh. this first article reflects exactly that point. India's foreign affairs minister, which India is part of BRICS, the, the I in BRICS, um, announced the fact that there are over 30 countries waiting to get on board with you know this block that is now known as BRICS. Mm -hmm. And if you click on the article link, either on your screen or in your podcast link, in the description, you can see a list of these 30 countries. These are some name brand countries that are looking to join, Chris. And what's pretty central to this and a very common theme for those you know, looking to, to do so is that it's with the specific intent of de-dollarization, something we've also covered in previous episodes. What is de-dollarization? The straightforward definition is to say it's getting rid of U.S. dollars for the expressed purpose of getting rid of dollar dominance. So in short, you have a lot of countries, a growing list of countries who are done allowing the dollar to dictate the direction of their economies. This is not good news for the U.S., in my opinion. Right. I, how serious of a threat do you think this is, Chris? Uh, well, unfortunately, it's it's very serious, um, and not only that, it it just has so much momentum behind it. There, there are a lot of countries that um, you know even maybe smile uh, to the U.S.'s face, but you know is frustrated by what we've done uh, to our dollar over the years uh, and how we've been able to you know let's be honest, kind of manipulate other economies. Uh, based on what we do with our dollar. And so there, there are a lot of people uh, voting against us, you know, and, and I, maybe it's kind of like a, a winning sports team that after a while, you know, you start to get a lot of people shift and, and root for the underdog. And uh, there are certainly a lot of people out there that are, that are looking for us to, to fail. Um, you know, I, in fact, even on one of our recent, uh, podcast where we were discussing this, I was surprised at how many people, you know, tune in from around the world. And a lot of them were, were kind of like, well, good riddance, you know, it's about time this is happening. Sure. So, 
Um, so Robert uh, Kiyosaki, who's made quite a name for himself uh, in the world of real estate and, and finance, uh, is comparing this to the fall of Rome. And, uh, you know, they, the, the citizens there didn't exactly see a crash uh, uh, coming uh, either. They were enjoying life, uh, uh, sporting events, gambling. Um, you know, they were, they were having a, a good time for uh, the period of, of history that they lived in. Um, but it, but it still happened to him. And I, I think this is sort of like a flood. Um, you know, people need to prepare. And right now, maybe we're at the stage where you can go get some sandbags and, you know, keep the water out of your house. Uh, but you've got to be prepared for when it gets worse. And, and when it does, you need to move to, to higher ground. And, uh, you know, what that really means is protecting yourself and starting to diversify some of your assets, you know, out of the dollar and, and into tangibles. Sure. Well, and you, what you hit on is exactly the concern uh, that I can, at least I can say that I have is that as we've been following this, you know, it's one thing if, you know, a country or even take a corporation or a consumer, anybody, if they find an alternative that's better than what they're currently using. You, you can't begrudge them, you know, the fact that they are going to shift gears and now they're going to start doing something different or start working with someone different. Um, but this, since the beginning of, of when we started covering it, every nation who is jumping on board or getting involved, it's, it's yes, being done to, in their opinion, and their mind to strengthen their country, to strengthen their currency, but like you said, it's also to say a big giant screw you to the U.S. Um, yeah. And that's where the concern comes. I mean, because there's a there's a certain aggression to that. It's a, there's a mm -hmm. certain mission or task to that when they're saying, you know what, we're done with you and we want to show you we're done with you. And so that's right. that's where the, the concern really comes from. And now I'm glad you answered the first part of this podcast the way you did, Chris. Otherwise, You'd be in opposition of the, the views on BRICS situation. Uh, you'd be in opposition to a former U.S. military general, Mike Flint. Now, I'm not <laughs> suggesting that he knows more than you do, but he may, at least when it comes to this topic. All kidding aside, he, he and several others in this next article hit on some very serious financial and economic points that represent, if, if nothing else, there are some serious problem areas uh, being faced by the U.S., Problem areas that are, are not just going to go away on their own, rather problem areas that seem to be getting worse by the day. They, in fact, talk about how it's the perfect storm in so much as that you have the U.S. that is reeling due to debt problems and what they call a fragile economy, economy which is a nice way of putting it all while the BRICS continues to pick up speed. One of the interviewees in this article refers to it as death by a thousand cuts, which sounds horribly accurate given the circumstances. Yeah. Now, why, why is this not at the forefront of the news wheel or news cycle here in the U.S.? Yeah, you know, thinking about that, um, you know, who knows what the exact uh, answer is. But when I when I look at the news, right, it's these days, it's all about ratings, right? We have 24-hour news stations, and most of it is left versus right. You know, which which team are you on? And each uh, a news channel kind of plays to their audience, the people they want to tune in. And they're a lot of times not even necessarily giving new info. They're telling people 
um, what they want to hear, you know, and and giving uh, giving viewpoints that the viewers already agree with, just kind of reaffirming which side they're on. And I, I think, um, you know, people are rooting for their own team, whether that's, you know, the left or the right, typically, right? I mean, maybe there's, you know, some um, channels that kind of venture away from that a little bit. But, um, you know, I, I think we're just so busy fighting and arguing amongst ourselves with this divisiveness that we're really not paying attention to a major problem that affects all of us and, and both sides, you know, it's, and, and maybe it's just a distraction, but um, you know, a, a collapse of the dollar, which I'm not suggesting is going to happen tomorrow. Right. But um, like um, the gentleman said, death by a thousand cuts, right. You're not worried about a little scrape when you're doing some yard work um, or, or even one bee sting. Right. But, but when you walk in uh, to a, a hornet's nest, it's, it's a whole nother thing. And a lot of uh, those little wounds can damage you. And that's what the dollar is fighting against right now. So, you know, I, I think they do need to be talking about what's happening, but it's such a depressing uh, topic. And I'm not really sure what they can do to change it at this point. You know, perhaps it's, it's we've gone so far down that path that there really is uh, no, no reversing it you know, regardless of who's in office. Right, right. And that's, you know, walking into a hornet's nest, that's, as I've read several articles and continue to read articles uh, about this development of bricks, it's a, probably a very apropos analogy that it, that's what it feels like is we are literally walking not only into the hornet's nest, but each day in each article, we're walking yeah. further into that same hornet's nest. So mm-hmm. something that we will continue to watch and, for those of you who are tuning in, if you have not subscribed to this podcast, please do so as we will bring you this. Uh, more information on this as well as other topics in the economy. Uh, share it with your friends. Share it with your family. These are things that uh, it certainly will pay to be ahead of it versus behind it when it comes to the type of developments that are taking place out there. Uh, if you're not following us on social media, please do that as well. And as always, you can feel free and contact our office if you'd like to get more information on this, uh, our our a uh, report entitled The Secret War on Cash, which is uh, why we've entitled this podcast the way we have. Uh, you can do that by calling us at 800-289-2646 or encourage you to visit us online at SwissAmerica.com. Thanks again, Chris. And for those of you tuning in, we thank you and look forward to uh, seeing you next time on the next podcast on The Secret War on Cash. Have a great rest of your day.